0: Hey, this is Pastor Roy. Thanks for joining us midweek. We've been doing this podcast all summer long, and I need your feedback. Should we continue it? I don't like calling it an experiment anymore. So, uh, looking to the fall, do we keep doing this? Yes or no? I need to know. So, email me or text me. I'm in numbers right in the information. We'll get going. So, thanks for joining us today, and here's the podcast. Hey, welcome. Today, we have with us the... the... Pastor, Pastor Alyssa Lucier.
1: Whoop, whoop. Where's my theme song?
0: I don't know. What was it? Isn't it Indiana Jones? No, that was yours. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. No theme song this week. We'll Uh, get on that. Yeah, thanks. Uh, So we wanted to talk a little bit about Sunday's uh, message, which was about faith. So I proposed and kind of argued or presented, I guess, I don't know how to say, the fact that no one can know for sure that God is real—it always involves a step of faith. Is that confusing? I, I, I'm not sure. What do you think?
1: No, I don't think it's confusing. I think uh, I think a lot of things require faith. You use the example of that we have faith that we're sitting in our chairs and we're not going to fall over, right? So, I mean. It makes sense to me. I thought that was a good example.
0: Yeah. I think that no matter what you believe, everyone believes something about the world. And everything involves faith to some degree. If you were to try to kind of only do what you know is proven to be true, you find that you can't do much, right? Right. I guess if you had like a signed document or a scientific study that proved that chairs hold you up, you wouldn't, it wouldn't take that much faith.
1: Yeah, but you would still have to believe the scientific study.
0: That's true. <laughs> well, I, I think that uh, if you really think about it, there are a lot of things that we just automatically do that involve faith. And interestingly enough, our faith in who God is, is only a question because there are so many who question it. Like, why is it so easy for kids to believe that God is real? That's another like interesting point about faith. Um, Maybe it's just because kids are gullible or they follow their parents' lead or maybe it's the fact that for all of us we kind of have a particular bent towards believing that there is more than what meets the eye.
1: Yeah. Kids, I mean, kids are more trusting because their trust hasn't been broken as much yet, right? So it would make sense that they would have simple faith that isn't as complicated as us with all of our baggage, right?
0: (laughs) That's a good good point. But I think that when you're a kid, you have something that adults don't have, and it's wonder.
1: Mm.
0: You know, we don't have as much wonder in the world anymore. My daughter will stare at an animal or a tree and just, like, look or be excited about something that isn't very exciting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember when Eden used to just always be fascinated by the moon there was a time where every night she was just looking up at the sky and she would scream the moon the moon and we just would laugh because is i mean it's not really that exciting like yeah the moon's there yep (laughs) but like she would just look at it being like fascinated by the moon it's those little things like we become so jaded as we get older and we don't we don't care as much or notice as much to slow down and look at all those small wonders in the world
0: yeah it's an interesting thing isn't it I uh, suggested that in the sermon that we could that there's something happening that's more than meets the surface right so there's a story behind the story that there's something in you something in the deep parts of you that can resound that doesn't rationally make sense all the time so I wonder for you if there's been moments where you've caught God outside of our Bible reading time or worship service time. Like, where have you caught God in the world around you?
1: Oh, all over the place. As an artist, right, and a musician, there's just, it's almost easier for me to find God in those moments, in those, you know, abstract type of things than it is to find him in just, like, concrete words of the Bible. Like, it's just innately um, easy or, like, normal for me to find God in nature or to find God um, in small moments or interactions with people. I think even ever since I was a kid, like, something about nature, like, especially the water, right? Like, going, going to the water and, like, seeing the tide go in and out and, was a good Michigan girl who would always visit the lakes and stuff, you know, but I would always feel closer to God in those moments when it was quiet and I would hear the waves and there's just something about like the majesty of creation that just sort of seems to scream that God is real or that there's something more. And I, I guess like Looking back, I can make fun almost of like the whimsy I had as a kid, right? And like that frivolous, like just blind faith in things like because of nature or whatever, like you hear a song that like really moves you and you like say that it's God, right? But I mean, really, those are real moments, you know, like that really is finding God in those things and like the wonder and the awesomeness of his creation what, I mean, you're, you're sort of artsy too, right? (laughs) You play some instruments and stuff. And like, did you find God in moments like that? Like as a kid or like as an adult, has that continued in your life too?
0: Yeah, I think, I think you're right about water and about other things like that. I think for me, there was a specific time that I had to go into the woods or, uh, and, and get away from the concrete every now and then, uh, there was a, I remember a time where that had to be important for me to even connect with God because I felt like my world, I don't know, I needed to get away or I had to have those moments, but I've had like a several story, I think like watching a bird or an animal like in nature. Like I'm just and becoming fascinated with the fact that the animal lives and the animal was created and the animal has a job. You know, all of this stuff is just super, super like, I don't know. If I was a scientist, maybe it would be more like factual. But the fact that these living creatures, I don't know, it seems to me evidence of a creator behind everything. And um, I think sometimes when we talk about these things, it can kind of fall into the category of hey people are people don't think critically enough to recognize that these things aren't god they're just the way the world was moved the the bio, the evolutionary biologist right this is just the way it is you're just impressed by it right like and and we use religion as kind of this easy or crutch way of looking at the world and saying Well, you just don't want to think about it. So you're just saying everything is God. Mm. But at the same time, I don't know if you can just write off all of the more deeper longings that we all have as human beings. Like, like it's it's the classic coincidence situation. Right. So, like, do you believe that all these coincidences are just random or do you believe that there's something happening underneath it right i think i think that that's like would you say that your perspective of i don't know about faith is more of a crutch or do you think it like or do you think it has some value to it
1: i mean i like i've i've never gone so deep into, like, <laughs> the science and, like, all the different things of, like, how, like, even humanity, right, like, the the way we are, like, the way our minds work, like, all these things, like, I guess it doesn't take quite as much for me to understand, I just think of it in a bit um, simpler terms, logically, like, I think somebody described it to me like this once, that, and I really latched onto that, and it was kind of enough for me, they said, imagine that you have like this really intricate watch, right? That has like so many functions. And now we have, I mean, that was when I was a kid. Now it's like basically, okay, just think of your, your Apple watch, right? Like (laughs) in, like in the woods, right? Like you find it in the woods and it's like this intricate computer that you wear on your wrist and imagine saying, Oh, nature made that, you know, like how silly, right? Like, of course, like, nature did not just make that watch. And I kind of think of humanity like that. Like, we are so intricate and so detailed. And, like, there's so much thought and, like, process and all these things that go into humans. And to just say that, like, oh, yeah, nature made that. Like, there was no (laughs) divine hand or something else that played a role. It it just seems silly, right? So I guess I've always just sort of leaned on that as, like, a yeah, obviously we were made with higher purpose. Obviously somebody more advanced than us with higher purposes in mind created us. And like that alone is enough for me to believe. And then all the other details of the other things, like those are just things to work through, right? Like your doubts and stuff. And that's where I think your point about finding clues is so helpful. And often I've relied on past clues in my life where, like, I couldn't deny that I felt God in a moment or that God was real. I relied on those, like, even my personal experiences to remind myself, no, these things are true. Like, when I'm having doubts and things. um,
0: That's really good. Yeah, your personal experience of knowing that God is real or that you've had an experience with God and then doing something with that. A, A lot of people today who are Christians think that there are Christians and then there are atheists and then there's this battle against each other or something like that. But, uh, in reality, that's really not what's happening. You know, a lot of people have an experience that they would claim is outside of the normal scope and sequence of life. They would say that it's God. But I also believe that a lot of people let that experience go.
1: Sure. Well, you can call it whatever you want, right? Like most of those people in those moments are probably experiencing a part of God or the Holy Spirit or a moment where they're experiencing the Lord, right? The Lord's presence. But what if you don't have to call it that, especially if you don't know what it is, right? So maybe people blame it on something else or call it something different. I mean...
0: So so most Americans today would say that they wouldn't say that they're Christians or atheists. They they would say that there is an unknowable God. There, there's some sort of like wishy-washy in-between in station where they say, yeah, God, evidence of God is around us. But to actually who is that God? We don't know. And I'm not going to try to figure it out. Right. But I think that that leaves a gap in all of us to say, If we've experienced God, we have a responsibility to go after that and say, okay, if God is real, now what? Mm -hmm. And I think that I just kind of posed the question on Sunday, is God real, right? Most people would say, I I think so. I think he's real. But I think a lot of times we get to the position where we stop there Mm -hmm. and then we're like, oh, I, I don't. I don't really know what to do next.
1: Right. Okay, yeah, God's real. I had this moment moving on, like back to normal life, right? right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I, I think that like from our Christian perspective, uh, we claim as uh, we claim an exclusive exclusivity with God, which means that Jesus is not all inclusive to everybody. In order to know God, uh, you can all see God, you can experience God, you can all that. But in order to know God as your father or to grow in a relationship with God, it has to be through Jesus Christ that's written about and lived and was risen again, right? Like Christianity is exclusive in this matter. Mm. We believe that God is acceptable and inclusive. that Everybody can know God uh, to a degree. Like you can see the waves and see that there's more to it, right? But then to actually build a relationship with God Uh, It's it's Jesus exclusive. You have to know Jesus, which is the hard part. And we'll get to that on Sunday. But I think back to our original conversation, like I was wondering if you had any like personal stories that you want to share um, recently that God was, I don't know, that you saw God in your life.
1: Um, yes. Let me, let me try to think here. So we have, um. In our, in our last house, we planted blackberry bushes. I found two blackberry bushes and I planted them. And when we moved, I was so sad to leave the blackberry bushes that really only gave us like what, maybe six blackberries total in the time that we were there. So, so pathetic. It takes years to like for blackberry bushes to develop, right, if you know anything about berry bushes. So it was kind of like this long-term investment and um, when we moved I was so sad to leave them and we came we came here to Albion and to like this awesome blessing like where we live and stuff but um, when summer came we were going through the woods and we were finding all these unripened berries and come to find out now as we're harvesting things and like finding stuff in our woods, we have so many blackberry bushes, like so, so many. So as I was going out and collecting them one morning, I just kind of felt God whisper to me, like, look at the abundance, like you invested in this thing and like you felt like you were leaving it. But look what I've done, like I've multiplied your investment in your faithfulness to me like i have given you so much more than you could have ever imagined right and it's true like we have not been able to collect all the blackberries my kids (laughs) will go back and they'll just like go eat them right like just i'm going out to have berries i'm like okay and they come back with none but their faces and fingers are all stained black (laughs) (laughs) but i just think it's so cool that something like that like that that God used this, like, little thing to to speak to me. It felt like a little thing or, like, a silly thing at the time, but it was important to me, and, like, God just really blessed us in that really cool way. And it's interesting that he used creation to do that because it's just a, a way that God really tends to speak to me often. So it was cool that he did that. So
0: Yeah, I think that for us... We only had our last house for two years. Mm-hmm. And so we never, we just thought, we didn't think that we'd be moving anytime soon. So we thought the investment would last. Right. So it was a feeling like a failure to a degree to say, okay, we invested in this plant. And now it's like right. not worth it. You know, the investment fell short, which mm-hmm. happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But now with God, like interestingly enough, he uses every little thing and it's super cool that God would speak to you that way Um, and I think that if we're sensitive to the Lord he is trying to speak to us all the time and show us his goodness all the time I think a lot of times as Christians we get to the position that we feel like we have to do something for God to do something for God Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but he's doing stuff for us all the time and we don't see it or we don't slow it down enough to wonder about it. Or to recognize that this whole time it was God helping us through that. That text that shows up at the perfect time for the perfect reason was God. Like mm-hmm. like orchestrating and nudging someone to help you. Like like why why? Why do we like love to explain these things away. Oh, that was a coincidence.
1: right. Can you imagine if we stopped thinking of things like coincidences and instead we just looked at them as maybe God trying to get our attention? like, how many things do we just write off as coincidences that maybe aren't? Maybe it's like an opportunity from right. the Lord. and we just shrug it off.
0: Well, I don't want to feel silly
1: and say right, that, right.
0: I don't want you know what I mean? Like that's why I think I shrug I shrug it off, right. So I don't want to feel foolish or whatever.
1: Sure. But there's so much you're missing, right? Right. The trade off of like feeling silly once every six times versus like, <laughs> <laughs> like actually hearing from the Lord of those five other times. Right. Like right. it's worth it.
0: Yeah. And I think that's good. Well, thanks for talking with us and uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast Uh, stick with us the next few weeks we'll talk more about this idea of faith and this idea like who is God is he he real how do you know you don't it's a hard conversation but I'm glad you're joining with us so thanks we'll talk to you soon hey thanks for joining us online hey our online family is important and we pray for you so tell us how we can pray for you and uh, drop us an email or text us and we'll be able to get to know you a little more. Uh, Either way, though, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.